thank you for listening to messages from Avondale Baptist Church and Pastor Jack Marslander. This message is from the series Jesus in the Gospel of Luke and was preached on May 1st, 2022. Blessed are the poor, blessed are the hungry, blessed are those who weep, and blessed are the hated. Now, to say that I received a lot of feedback is an understatement. That's not how people thought in the first century. That's not how people think today based on the comments that I received. But I want to challenge you to think deeply about the words of Jesus. Don't minimize them. Don't attempt to explain them away. Listen to what Jesus said and apply it. Money and food and popularity were much less important to Jesus than they are to most people today. But if you thought last week's message was challenging, and if it made you vaguely uncomfortable, then today's message will take it to a new level. Because what we're going to read today may very well be the most counter-cultural and even counter-human nature thing that Jesus ever said. So before you try to explain it away or attempt to make it say less than it clearly does, or make excuses about why you can't live that way, I want to remind you that what we're going to read today, what Jesus said in today's passage, is as close as you will come to the heart of Jesus. It's the best description of how he lived, and it's to be the prime characteristic of a follower of Jesus. It's how Jesus lived, loving your enemies. It's how his disciples lived. It's how he wants us to live today. So I know it's very countercultural. It goes against the, the times. It's almost counter to human nature, but it is the prime command that Jesus gave us. It's found in Luke chapter 6, verses 27 through 36. Let's all stand together as we read this. Luke chapter 6 beginning with verse 27. But to you who are listening, does that include you? He knew it was countercultural. He knows sometimes, he knew what what every preacher knows, that sometimes people just shut their ears on what they don't want to hear. So he said, but to you who are listening, so listen up. I say this, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. If someone slaps you on one cheek, turn to them the other also. If someone takes your coat, do not withhold your shirt from them. Give to everyone who asks you. And if anyone takes what belongs to you, do not demand it back. Do to others as you would have them do to you. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who are good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do that. And if you lend to those from whom you expect repayment, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners, expecting to be repaid in full. But love your enemies, do good to them, and lend to them without expecting to get anything back. Then your reward will be great, and you will be children of the Most High, 
because he is kind to the ungrateful and wicked. Be merciful, just as your Father is merciful. You may be seated, and I want you to think about what Jesus said, because I will tell you this, what I just read is extremely easy to understand. There are no challenging interpretive issues there. I mean, what Jesus said is very clear, very real, very obvious. The problem is it's extremely challenging to live, not to understand. For it kind of goes against our human nature. It wars against our emotions. It goes against the crowd. And most of us can think of a thousand reasons for not living it. If I take it seriously, then I'm going to be taken advantage of. Yeah, that is absolutely true. If I take this seriously, I may end up getting hurt. Yeah, absolutely. Jesus did, so will his followers. If I take this seriously, my cheeks, both of them, will hurt. That's true both literally and figuratively. If I take this seriously, people will think I'm weak and I will be called a wimp or worse. That's true. Only Jesus and you will know how strong you must be to live by this passage. If I take this seriously, everyone is going to expect me to help them and give to them. Yeah? That's true. That's how it works. If I take this seriously, it will impact my wallet and my time, two things that I highly value. Absolutely. That's what Jesus was getting at. If I take this seriously, I will at least occasionally have to wage war against my own emotions. Yes, that is true. You can think of a thousand reasons not to live by this passage. I only give you one for abiding by it. These are the words of Jesus. They explain his heart and his thinking and his expectations for his followers more than anything else you will find in the New Testament. So I really want you to understand it. So let's break it down. We will start with the very clear command. His command is love your enemies. And as I pointed out, I like how Jesus started the the, uh, paragraph, but to you who are listening, because he'd already kind of challenged them, you know, woe to the rich, woe to the popular, woe to the laughing. He'd already challenged them, and people have a tendency to shut their ears off, and so he kind of challenged them, listen, I really want you to understand this. I hope you're still listening, because this is my command, love your enemies. If you really want to know what I want, if you really want to know how God expects you to live the Jesus life, then I give you a very simple command, love your enemies. Now, I want to challenge you to think about that, and you will be more honest with yourself if you clarify who your enemies are. Because until you put a face and a name on this passage, it's just kind of theory. It's easy to say, amen, yes, I just love everybody. But Jesus didn't say here, love everybody. He said, love your enemy. So put a name and a face on your enemy. 
who are your enemies? Is it politicians like Democrats or Republicans? Jesus was very clear. Love them. Is it a group in the cultural wars like homosexuals or uh, abortion proponents? Jesus was very clear. Love your enemies. Is it a neighbor who gets on your nerves? Love him. Is it someone who has harmed you, attacked you, called you names, put you down, or bullied you? Then Jesus was very clear. Love them. Is it a religious group like Muslims or an ethnic group like Arabs or Mexicans? Jesus was very clear. Love them. Is it a world leader like Putin? I know it's challenging, but we need to apply it to all. Love our enemies. Don't get super spiritual on me and claim no enemies. We all have them. And many in the world have declared themselves to be our enemy because we have taken a stand for Jesus. Love them. The command goes to all. Well, that's the command. Love your enemies. But to make sure that there is no room for rationalization, no room for excuses, no room for misunderstandings, Jesus gave us the command in practical terms. Because too many Christians over the years, we've all been guilty of this, we've all been too good at the, the buts and the you don't understands and the my case is different or that won't work or that doesn't apply to this situation or, or, or just simply that's not how I'm going to live. That's really comes natural to all of us. So Jesus, to make sure that we understood, this is a blanket command, he gave us seven very real, everyday, practical ways to move this from theory to practicality. Because he didn't want it to be just a theory. He wanted it to be something that we lived. And so he gave us seven practical ways to implement the command, love your enemies. The first was do good to those who hate you. Love your enemies by doing good to those who hate you. Don't reserve your good deeds for those who do good to you. Everyone does that. Do good things, do nice things, do helpful things, do kind things to people who hate you. That's the action involved in the Jesus life. Doing good for all people, even those who hate us. But it's more than actions. Jesus made clear that we understood it's our, our words. He said, bless those who curse you. Answer negativity with positivity. Return cursing with kind words. You know what human nature does. Human nature ratchets it up. You're stupid. Yeah, well, you're stupider. You're a blankety-blank. Oh, yeah? You're a blankety-blank, blankety-blank. I mean, that's human nature. 
Jesus said to rein it in, to return put-downs with praise, anger with kindness, cursing with blessing. And we're to do it every time and in every forum, with our voices and with our pens, in person, in text, and on social media. That's the way of Jesus, to return cursings with blessings. I know it's not easy. I'm not telling you this is easy. Jesus never said it was easy. But it is doable if you take Jesus seriously. So do good to those who hate you. That's the actions. Bless those who curse you. That's the words. But it's more than actions and words. It includes our prayers. Pray for those who mistreat you. And Jesus didn't mean the angry prayer calling fire down from heaven to destroy The whole context is doing good. Pray good things for them. Now, I think we all struggle with this. I've been trying to figure out how to pray in the Jesus way for Russian President Putin in today's world. So the best I can do is is this. God, I know you love him, so change his heart and let that heart change be deep enough that he starts to show love for the Ukrainian people. And if he refuses to change, stop him. I don't know how, but the best possible thing, God, would that he would turn to you and allow you to change his heart. And and, and I don't know how else to put that in practice for someone who, who, who seems bent on doing evil. But I think that's what Jesus taught us to do to pray for those who mistreat us. Now, here comes a challenging one. Loving your enemies also includes non-retaliation. Jesus said to turn the other cheek. Don't retaliate when someone insults you or slaps you. And a slap is just that, a very painful insult. If you've ever been slapped hard, you know the almost animal instinct. You're ready to retaliate. Jesus said, some of you have never been slapped. You want to experience it? I'll demonstrate for you. (laughs) And I guarantee if I do it hard enough, you will have the animal instinct to want to slap me back. No takers? Okay, let's move on. Turn the other cheek. I want you to watch something. It's Harrison Ford playing Branch Rickey, owner of the L.A. Dodgers. He's talking to Chadwick Boseman playing the part of Jackie Robinson. He has just baited him with some examples of what it's going to be like to be the first black player in Major League Baseball history to see how he will react. Let's dim the lights and watch this. Listen carefully. You want a player who doesn't have the guts to fight back? No. No. I want a player who's got the guts 
not to fight back. People aren't going to like this. They're going to do anything to get you to react. Echo a curse with a curse, and they'll, they'll hear only yours. Follow a blow with a blow, and they'll say the Negro lost his temper, that the Negro does not belong. Your enemy will be out in force, and you cannot meet him on his own low ground. We win with hitting, running, fielding, only that. We win if the world is convinced of two things, that you are a fine gentleman and a great baseball player. Like our savior, you gotta have the guts to turn the other cheek. Can you do it? Give me a uniform. You give me a, a number on my back. I'll give you the gut. Like our Savior, you've got to have the guts to turn the other cheek. Can you do it? It's a good question. And one that Jesus taught we have to apply to ourselves. Love our enemies. Loving your enemies, Jesus taught, also includes your possessions and your money. And so he said, let them take from you. Jesus said that. Give to those who ask, Jesus said. Lend without expecting return, Jesus said. That means loving your enemy will impact your bottom line. Can you do it? And live this and not just say amen to the theory. So, after giving us the command and the practical ways to live it, he gave us the command from a different perspective. Let me tell you the same thing he was doing from a different way of thinking it. And so then he gave us what we often call the golden rule. Do to others as you would have them do to you. Loving your enemies means that you treat others the way you want to be treated not the way you think they deserve to be treated. He, your enemy, is not the standard. You and how you want to be treated and ultimately how God treats people, that is the standard. And so, by the way, that destroys many of the truisms that simply aren't true, but we repeat them all the time. For example, the world says, respect me and I will respect you. No. Jesus taught us, I will respect you because I want to be respected and I am a man of respect. 
You are not the standard for my behavior. I am. The world says, be kind to me, and I will be kind to you. No. Jesus taught us, I will be kind to you because I want people to be kind to me, and I am a man of kindness. You're not the standard for my behavior. I am. He is. The world says, treat me well, and I will treat you well, but hurt me, and you will have me for an enemy, and you don't want me as an enemy. Ungodly, unbiblical, unJesus-like. Jesus taught, I will treat you well because that's the way I want to be treated, and I treat all people, even my enemies, well. The world says, love me, and I will love you in return. Totally wrong. I will love you because I want to be loved. And I am a man of love. If you allow your enemy to set the standard for your behavior, you have come down to their low ground. We're to let Jesus be the standard. Not those who hate us. We're to allow Jesus to be the standard. Not those who we hate. Jesus is the standard. And I need to treat people the way I want to be treated and the way he treated people. Because the standard is never you. It's always me. And how I live as a man of Jesus. Then after that, Jesus gave us a warning. If you don't love your enemies, he said... If you don't love your enemies, then you are no better than unbelievers. Listen to his explanation. It's a point of logic here. He says, if you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who are good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do that. And if you lend to those from whom you expect repayment, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners expecting to be repaid in full. So catch his point, because it's a strong one. If you only love those who love you, if you only respect those who respect you, if you only do good to those who are good to you, if you only lend to those who can repay you, then you are no different than any unbeliever, and the love of God is not evident in your life. Now, I know that's a strong statement, but that's what Jesus was saying. If you only do good to those who do good to you, if you only respect those who respect you, if you can only lend to those who can repay you, then you are no different from unbelievers, and there's no evidence of God's love in you. That's a very strong statement, but that's what Jesus was saying. Love your enemies. That's who God is. It's what he did for us. When he died for us, human beings were in absolute rebellion against him. And he died for us. Loving your enemies is the best statement you can come up with on how Jesus lived and died. And it's how we're called to live. He did not say it would be easy. It was not easy for Jesus you look at the day before the cross, and he was praying so intensely that said sweat drops like blood were coming out of his forehead. He knew it was not going to be easy. 
So I'm not telling you this is easy. I'm just telling you this is the way of Jesus. This is the ultimate command. Not just that we love, but that we love our enemies. And then he closed the paragraph with a promise. And the promise is that if we live this way, we will get both God's blessing, his reward, and we will be children of God. Then, he said, your reward will be great and you will be children of the Most High because he is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked. Live this way and God will bless you. Yes, it might cost you money. Yes, it might lead to sore cheeks. Yes, people might take advantage of you. Yes, you may have to fight against your feelings and your attitudes. Yes, you may have to fight against much of what you've been taught. But it's worth it, Jesus said, for for these two reasons. Number one, God will bless you. So let the world dump on you. That's okay. Let the world take advantage of you. That's okay. If God blesses you, whether it's in this world or the next, Jesus didn't say, then we can be content. Let the world drag me down. If God lifts me up, I'm going to be okay. And I will be far ahead. So my challenge as a man of God, your challenge as a man or woman of God, is to love your enemies and trust that God will take care of you and even bless you and reward you. And then it's also worth it because if you live this way, like Jesus, you will be called and recognized as a son of the Most High, a son of God, because that's how Jesus lived. And you will be living his way. That's who God is. And that's how we're called to live as his children. So what's the practical step? If you can't figure this one out, you probably have not been listening. Love your enemies. Go this week and love your enemies as God loves them. Go every week. And love your enemies. Offer kindness. Offer mercy. Offer blessings. Offer prayers. Offer love. Because that's who God is. And we are his children. Back to the movie clip. What did Jackie say? You give me a uniform. You give me a number on my back. I'll give you the guts. We don't need a uniform. We don't need a number. Because we've got his name, Jesus, on our back. Do you have the guts without excuses to love your enemies? Can you do it, he asked. What I've been trying to do today is to get you to move this from good Christian doctrine and theory to the way you live your life every day. Love your enemies. Thank you for listening to messages from Avondale Baptist Church and Pastor Jack Marslinder. You can find out more about our church at abcaz.net and you can find Pastor Jack's sermons on most podcast apps. Thank you for listening and may God bless you.